Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. This morning, I just want to concentrate on our theme for the month. Joel chapter 2 is our theme scripture. And our theme for the month is our month of covenant restoration. Praise the Lord. So I'll read from verse 25. It says, so I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. The crawling locust. The consuming locust. And the chewing locust. My great army which I send among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God. Who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Glory be to God in the highest. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God. And there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. I think these are very strong statements. And that's our theme scripture for the month. Hallelujah. How many of you know that there will be no restoration if there's no blood? The only way God restores is through the shedding of blood. Let me come back to 25. So I will restore to you the years, the years that the swarming locust has eaten. Praise the Lord. So we are in for a restoration. And that's why, sincerely, don't get stuck on what has gone wrong. Don't get stuck on who is wrong or who has offended you. They will, you will feel it. Oh, definitely. You feel the pain, you feel the pain. But to get stuck on where you are offended or where things have gone wrong is to miss the avalanche of blessings that are coming. And so maybe the first place to start is to God cleanse my heart. Help me. Hello. Because I am hurting. Because I feel like a failure. Because I've waited on you for years and it seems like everybody is moving. I'm still at the same spot. But it's the same God who has kept you till today. So why don't you again begin to say, God, whatever may hinder your flow in my life, help me sideline it. Because this is the context of this promise. Because for a lot of reasons, you'll be justified. They've wronged me. They've failed me. But unfortunately, they are not the atmosphere for blessings. Hallelujah. I'm just reminded of the parable of the talents. Maybe the man was unfair. Maybe he was unfair. But God says, no, 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 no. It's according to ability. And I like God for that. You know why? Praise God. You know why I'm here to be the billionaire that I should be? Because there are capacities to handle billions. 
And God knows your capacity. So he will give you enough for what you can handle. So that you can be a blessing to people. And bring glory to God. Hello. So God is perfect. God is precise. God is definite. So tap on the person, relax. Your life is a life of satisfaction. You will eat and be satisfied. And you will praise the name of God. In the name of Jesus. Forget who has wronged you. Forget the many years of wrongdoings. The many years of stealing, killing, and destroying. That you are not destroyed, you are here today. There's coming a restoration. No, we are not denying the fact that things have been bad for you. That you have been dealt terrible blows. You have been cheated. You have been betrayed. You have been insulted. You have been ridiculed. And when you were taught you are giving all, you have been slapped in the face. It doesn't matter if you stay there. Then you redefine your own future. Somebody say, God forbid. You know, very few people get offended in life. Very few people. And you are not one of them. Because you've never been offended. And if the devil knows that offenses will hinder you, he will throw many in your ways. How many have been offended with people that you thought they have money, but they don't bless anybody in this church? Self, look at them, they have money. They, how do you know that they are not going through stuff now? That's the problem. You keep comparing yourself with other people. He will restore, is where I'm going today. And I've come to address every hurting issue in your life in the name of Jesus. He said, really, believe in me, there is grace for healing. When you say restore, the first thing, you see, the first point of restoration is healing. He will start by healing your spirit if you are not born again. Then you go to the headquarters of the problem, your mind. And if your mind be healed, your physical will be healed. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you won't, sometimes you won't have to waddle through the water or struggle through the water. The important thing is that you are not sinking. To give up on God is to sink. So you may, you may stand up, I don't know, I don't know. But, say, ah! but God, you never fail. That's what I'm saying. I say, but why? 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 But God... You did it before, you are doing it again. So I'm not saying it's going to be, okay, uh, no, you have a struggle. We must have a kind of rest not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Hear me again. In the next few minutes, there will be deliverance from Mosiah. And that deliverance is yours. That testimony is yours. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory be to God in the highest. He says, I will restore. For today, quickly let me bring you into context. This was the covenant people gone into captivity. 
Oh my goodness. Let me show you in chapter one. And Joel, one of the prophets of God at the time, bringing the heart of God to the people. Um, verse two. This is explaining the anger of God that came upon them. Hear this, you elders, and give ear all you inhabitants of the land. Has anything like this happened in your days? Or even in the days of your fathers? Tell your children about it. And let your children tell their children and their children another generation what the chewing locust left. You don't want any locust. Uh, the wealth of the world has always been based on agriculture. Say, Pastor, it is changing. I hear you. If you remove a Greek, you discover that whatever you think is a focus will be affected. You'll be surprised. But at that time, it's all agrarian economy. So when the locusts become trouble, even today, no matter the technology we are applying on farms, if locusts have access, that nation is finished. Locusts just come, for example, they say, sweeping over the whole of south, south, southwest, southeast, Nigeria will shake. Or just sweeping over the north, Nigeria will quiver. Because they will destroy harvest of many years. Not just harvest for that year, even disease for the coming years. And they will leave the ground bare. Terrible erosion will take place. God forbid. So, say, what the chewing locusts left, the swimming locusts has eaten. So, this one came and clear. So, the little left, another set came. Huh. And what the, what the swimming locusts left, the crawling locusts has eaten. And what the crawling locusts left, the consuming locusts has eaten. No, God's anger, thank God for the blood of Jesus. Is somebody hearing me? I say thank God for the blood of Jesus. Somebody plead the blood of Jesus. Ah, <laughs> it was the blood of Jesus. We'll still be facing this kind of situation today. So that was what happened. They cleared everywhere. And so the people were hopeless, as it were. It was in the midst of that, he now told them, verse 15 of chapter 2. It says, blow the trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a fast. Call a secret assembly. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. Assemble the elders. Gather the children and nursing babes. Let the bridegroom go out of his chamber and the bride from his dressing room. And let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach. Now you can see where, and my people shall not be put to shame. This was God telling the priests what to do and how to pray for a situation that he brought upon them. Why? Because of their sins and their disobedience. Yeah. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach, that the nations should rule over them. Why should they say among other people, where is your God? I have come to tell somebody today, if there are areas of your life where you think the world is saying, and the Christian, isn't she a Christian? Today, they are beginning to turn around. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, yeah. he will never allow his name to be dragged in the mud. See, the interesting thing is that they brought this upon themselves. 
So what I'm saying of this restoration is this. Whether it's things that people are bringing on you or you are bringing upon yourself for which you are not enjoying anymore, you are shouting, God have mercy. His mercy will prevail for you in the name of Jesus. Tell you never again. Say, he will restore in the name of Jesus. You see, it's his character to restore. That's the thing. In the Garden of Eden, man brought problem upon himself. It wasn't God. Man was on top. The man brought problem. Man turned away from God. Man got distracted. And man sinned. Man missed it. And then God in his judgment. Hello? I mean in his judgment. He began to pronounce judgment. He started from the man. Amazing God. Man will say, in fact, that's what he said. It's the woman you gave me. I hear you. But when there was no trouble, you never complain. So it's the woman you gave me. But hello, man. You are the first to appear. You are the one I told and gave the instruction. I handed you the way it will be with man on earth. Man, you are in charge. I brought the woman from your river. And the Bible will tell you that the woman is not the whole. She's a part of the whole. She fills the whole. The man is the whole. So you can point fingers all you want. When will you begin to live up to your own responsibility? Say, okay. For that, you know what? This ground will not yield for you like as usual. Now, man brought that upon himself, and here we see the judgment of God. Hey, say, out of your sweat. Glory be to God in the highest. That wasn't the situation before, but there was labor before. But labor was not adverse and unfruitful. Labor was such that wisdom prevailed. Anything they desire to do, moving that, they multiply, they submit to you. Like the naming of all the animals. <laughs> when you walk so hard and the ground and you walk so much, almost fainting and dying, stressed up, it's the thistles and thorns. Wow. The man was like, okay. Then watch this. God never cursed man. Think about it. God started addressing the ground. But then you wonder, if only man can dissociate himself from the ground, then the cursed ground will not affect him. But is it possible? Then he turned to the woman and made pronouncements. He said, your bearing of children will be interesting. And your desire will be for your husband. Thank God for women leap. If no man marries any woman, the fight for women and men will never finish. They will still, because that's the way it is. A man, you should understand that you can't do without the woman. That's what God said. Now, Serpent, follow your belly. So that gives me the impression that serpent was walking like that before. Or maybe walking like kangaroo, I don't know. But from that day, serpent started to crawl. Serpent started to eat 
the dust of the earth. Serpent was a Jews relative to man, the position of his underfoot. God's judgment. But this is where I'm going. I'll put empty between you and the woman. The devil hates the woman. True. Ah, forget Genesis, go to Revelation and look at the prophecy of the end time. And let God take you, just like he gave John on the island of Patmos, the opportunity to see beyond the veil, you will be amazed. The battle is this dragon and the woman carrying the cedar. I'll put empty between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He will bruise your head, though you will bruise, bruise his heel. The, the average Eastern man knows what it means to bruise the head. It's like this oppression over your life. Did they, when they say, bruise the head, that means you break the oppression off your head. So when you bruise the head, you cut off that oppression forever. That's what he was saying. So this domination of the devil, which is not the way I've made the earth, the seed of the woman will cut you off and take back the dominion. Now the, 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 the point is this. Can't you see that even in his anger, in his judgment, he was restoring man? I'm talking restoration now. And so I concluded, what's the work of God on earth? Creation and more than any other thing, restoration. If in your relationship with God, you are yet to understand there is a God that has come to restore, then you, are still, you still have a lot of studies to do. We all do. Praise the Lord. I say praise Jesus. So God is a God of restoration. Hear Jesus. Luke 4, 18. You know, the only reason they came, come on, 1 John 3, 8. See, this is, the, see, this is why the Son of God was, was made manifest. To do what? Destroy the works of the devil. Somebody shall praise the Lord. Shall praise the Lord. Shall praise the Lord. Whatever is the work of the devil in your life is not a blessing. It is either stealing killing or destroy. But the good news is this, there can be a restoration. Your life can be renewed from today in such a way that you begin to wonder, how come I didn't know this all my life? And yet you've been a Christian, which is the greatest rest restoration that anybody can personally get. I mean, we so much believe in that. We got into it. Haven't got into it. Don't you know that it's just the beginning? You can get everything in your life restored in Christ Jesus. Everything. But it's lack of knowledge. It's lack of knowledge. Somebody shall restore. And so, having been born, which was a miracle on itself, we didn't hear so much until he came to Jordan. And after baptism, there was, I mean, there was a public confirmation and affirmation. This is my son. In woman, we're pleased. Why would God say, This is my son? In woman, we're pleased. Oh, you are my son. In woman, we're pleased. Why would you say that? There were, I mean, there were millions on earth. But there was one that was different. Glory be to God in the higher. In Luke 4 18, the Spirit of the Lord, what? It's a palm. Come on, talk to me. 
Luke 4, 18. Everybody read with me. The Spirit of the Lord, what? Because he has what? Anointed me to preach the gospel to? When the poor receive the gospel, then their poverty will change. That's restoration. He has sent me to heal. The bro- when the broken hearted is healed, there's no more broken heartedness. There's wholeness. There's creativity. There's joy. There's progress. There's prosperity in every dimension. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. Come on. The best thing you can do to a prisoner is to set him free. Open the door and say, you are free. And see what will happen to that person. To proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. The man that cannot see. And all of a sudden, he starts to see. Even you keep quiet. This man, he won't hear you. He will flip and flip and dance and dance and try to read everything and try to see everything because it's a restoration. And to set that liberty those who are oppressed. So in other words, the one reason just came is that every oppression will be cancelled. In the name of Jesus. You are beginning to say, ah, so this one that I see, I see will change. Of course it will change. Yeah? Remember, the one reason that can stop it from changing is when you think that it's your uncle that is strong enough to keep you there. Who is your uncle? Or is the man that left you with three children? Ah, he's coming to beg the children. It's a matter of time. So don't get stuck on what anybody has done or has said because the devil will look for every way to get you. I know the interesting thing. He knows your weakness. He knows you like everybody to, to laugh with you, to smile at you. So you put people there who have problems and their problems is now eating them and they can't just look at you. They will just do, they're just going because they, are, they have an issue somewhere else and when they walk past you, you are like, see, he saw me even smile. I greeted him. He didn't answer me. That's a trap. The person has a problem. Which if you know, you'll be praying for. So the devil knows that you are weak in that area. So you make sure that by the time you are trying to get to him, the next person you meet there, you are saying hello. He's been saying hello to somebody else laughing. <laughs> hello, hello. Can you imagine I was greeting him? He didn't even answer me. But the people that you're accusing don't even know that they've offended you. The devil has carefully and successfully distracted, God forbid. In the name of Jesus. People are never your problem. Because beyond them is a brain. I'm talking about the physical brain. It's a spiritual brain. For some, it's unforgiveness. We have various weaknesses. The devil plays hard with these things. But you see, God is in the restoration business. Glory be to God in the highest. To set liberty them that are oppressed, I like this. And to do what? Proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. That's to proclaim the jubilee of the Lord. That's to proclaim an era in your life where no oppression will be able to put you down again. In the name of Jesus. You say, is that possible? Of course, it's already done. That's what I'm saying. And Jesus was saying, this is what I've come to do. How did he do it? He died. He shed his blood. He resurrected. And before he gave up the ghost on the cross, he said, now listen, heaven, listen, earth, listen, hell, listen. It is what? Finished. Man is liberated. 
the acceptable year of the Lord begins. But then he was still going down. And I thought, we shall see. I will hold him down. By the time he got into the region of the devil, there was no contest. Ooh, I feel the fire. The Bible says, the shining of his presence, the effusions of his uh, uh, the devil was knocked off. The devil backed up to the corner. Every man, woman, soul who were righteous and been kept across, you know. Remember what Jesus said about Lazarus when he died? Lazarus was in the bosom of Abraham. And there's a big gorge. And they could see the rich man in hell. So when Jesus died, he went to release all those ones who were overlooking hell. They were not in hell, but they were overlooking hell. So, is it the same thing today? No, 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 no. If there is a God, the God is where we are. They've ascended into the bosom of God. They are with Jesus Christ, the master, because that place is now empty. So when he descended, all those who are held captive, who were unjustly held captive, he didn't fight. He joined his presence. Like it happened in the jail with Paul Solomon Pass Islands. They swung up and followed him. The devil backed up. He said, now you see, you don't have authority over the souls of men anymore. You can't just do what you want anymore. And the devil surrendered what he took from Adam. And Jesus wrote triumphantly. You ever read, he made captivity captive. That is, those who were held in captivity now held us in captivity captive. They were not, uh, just like in the, I mean, with Paul and Silas, they were stalked, they were stalked, they were put in the dungeons, uh, and they were, oh, but by the time the jailer woke up, he was the prisoner. They were free. He was the one that wanted to kill himself. They were looking at him. They were the one said, no, don't, 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 don't dare that. We will set you free from the prison that is worse than where you put us. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody shall restore. Yeah. I believe God on your restoration in your life. Yeah. I believe God that if you are under the sound of my voice this morning because I didn't call myself, I didn't say myself, I'm delivering a message to you from the Lord. You will come back with testimonies in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I know it in the name of Jesus. I don't know what area you have been fighting. There's a restoration. Yeah. Do you hear me? I don't know where you have been struggling. You want the perfection, but you're not there. But there is a perfection. Amen. And that's why it says the path of the just is as a shining light. Come on. And it shines what? Brighter and brighter. So what it was yesterday is gone. It's going to be better for you today in the name of Jesus. And it continues to shine that way until what? Perfection. You will get there. I will get there. We are getting there by the day. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shall restoration again. He said, I will restore. Now, look at the situation. They were in captivity. They were, oh my goodness, it was like abandoned objects of the earth as it were. Because they had no right there. Because as a slave and most of of war, even the right to life is not yours. It's of your masters. They could kill anybody at any time. He said, tell them I will restore. Why will he say that? Because he is always willing. Why will he say that? Because he has the capacity to do it. And he did do it. Of course he did it and he's still doing it. He's been doing it before. Hallelujah. You see, when man restores, 
they take it back to the original place when God gives them that grace. But when God restores, it's brand new. It is brand new. God does not restore to the original place. He restores to another level. And that's why no matter what has brought you here today in tears, I am certain through the blood of the everlasting covenant, you will come back with testimonies. You will come back singing in the name of Jesus. No, it's, not, it's understandable. God, why me? Why, why? But please don't hang there. Don't hang there. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And forget not. Who heal it? Who forgive it? Who heal it? Crowned you. Satisfy your mouth. It was for the very reason of his life. The very, and that's really the case. See, no two destinies are the same. Although all our destinies are one, I mean, we're all going to end up in Christ Jesus. That's our destination. Yes. Yeah. But going there, there are different assignments we do. They're like children in the home, and mommy says, no, you, you have, everybody has his own chore in the morning. So you fold, you lay the bed. You put the clothes in the washing machine. You sweep the floor. You set the table. You go into the kitchen, I'll meet you. So when they wake up after prayers, everybody knows where to go. But all of them are going to grow up to be wonderful, blessed adults in Christ Jesus. And they will never forget the days at home. That's why when finally we get there, we'll always remember these days. You say how? When we stand before him, what we call the judgment seat of Christ, which is the worst seat of Christ, just looking at you, all your works, through life, we play before you and him. And he will say, you see, this one, you see, you are kind of here. This one, oh man, you and I were in sync. No, that's not to punish you. No, it's judgment. It's, it's reward. He will just burn them away. So, they, so that the gold will glitter more. That's the worst of Christ. But it's different from the white throne judgment. There are seven kinds of judgments in the Bible. I will remember how he helped me to, to pass through. And at the end, he will say, don't you see that you deserve more crowns? You have more stars on your crown. That's not to say that you don't struggle. So, that's such was the life of Joseph. That as a boy, God was telling him what he would do with his life. And he had this vision, beautiful vision. And with little understanding, he went telling his dad and his brothers and his dad, first his brothers, come on. So, first he told his brothers. But his brothers, they didn't get it. They got angry. Are you saying that uh, you'll be our leader? So instead of rejoicing and committing it to prayers for him, because everybody has their own rule, everybody. Okay, for example, look at Judah. Go and look at Judah through the Bible. Everybody. But because he was sharing his own they forgot about themselves and the house they belonged to, the covenant they belonged to, and they decided to attack him. Envy. The Bible said, don't compare yourself with one another. He said, those who do so, they are not wise. You create enmity and destruction for both you and the person. So, he had a second dream, told the dad. The dad said, look, keep quiet. Ah, you keep on saying this thing. Of course, the man knew. 
But watch this. You see, Jesus Christ will come from the line of Judah. But you see, if Joseph's ministry is not fulfilled, Judah will not survive to get there. You see? And that's why it doesn't matter who is where at what time. You know the rest of the story? They hated him. They wanted to kill him. In fact, they killed him, but God didn't allow it to succeed. They killed him in their heart. So God didn't allow, but they ended up selling him to what? Slavery. Acts 7, 7, 9. And the patriarchs, can you imagine? The patriarchs, the patriarchs of the nation of Israel, the patriarchs of Christianity are patriarchs. It's like saying our founding fathers. See, and the patriarchs becoming what? Did what? Sold Joseph into what? Egypt. Everybody shout, but. That's, the, that's restoration. I, see, I brought here today the message of restoration to somebody. Your husband is not the problem. Your boyfriend digested is not the problem. Uh, the, 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 the mistake you made to have a child when you are, that's, the child is not the problem. It's a blessing. Uh, come on, your boss is not the problem. They don't know better. Come on, they don't. They don't know better. Your pastor can never be your problem. Come on. Uh, you don't know what he's going through himself. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't, let, don't give man the position that they cannot take. Don't put man where God should be. Huh? Bet. Everybody shall bet. God was with him. Now, next slide. And what did he do? He delivered him out of all his trouble. Is that restoration? Somebody's coming out of all. In the name of Jesus. I say it doesn't matter whether it's got to be matrimonial, whether it's got to be health or finances or relationships or business or ministry or your work with the master. You are coming out in the name of Jesus. Somebody shall restore. He said, I will restore. Glory be to God in the highest. He didn't just look at it. See when God is to see what happens. He brought him out. See, they put, him, they put so much trouble in his ways. He brought him out of all. That would have been good enough. It's back to where they started the trouble. But see the next. He gave him what? I, didn't, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. He gave him favor and wisdom. Aha, ha, ha. And he made sure that somebody was observing the life of this man. Woo. You don't know who God is getting to observe. You thought you abandoned nobody, but God. And when God is there, He can move any man, any woman, any time, anywhere. In the presence of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And what did He do? He made him what? Governor over Egypt and all his house. When God restores, it's a new beginning. I decree a new beginning. I decree a restoration in the name of Jesus. Restoration of the soul. Restoration of the physical. Of your health. Of your finances. Of your marriage. Of your relationship with your children. Of your general relationships. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shall restore God says, I will. That's what he does. That's his character. He's the only reason why he came. And you'll get the best of it. I'll get the best of it in Jesus' name. 
As you rise up from here today in the name of Jesus, rise up into restoration. I say in the name of Jesus, rise up into restoration. I mean restoration. Let me explain again. He said, I will restore the years. Ah, you may think, ah, ah, all my may started at 20, I am 50. When God restores the years, at the end, you'll be surprised that they are not superior to you. In fact, you'll be better off. He said, I will restore the years. The years. The years. I looked at it. One person says, I will compensate you. There will be reparations beyond what was destroyed. Marco told her, the blood of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We worship you, we adore you. Say, so when I restore you, we eat in plenty and be satisfied. Where have you been denied? There's coming an unusual satisfaction. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Somebody just lift your two hands and bless the Lord. And please, if your soul is struggling, say, come on, command yourself. Say, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. My soul. Mm. I command you now. I'm, I'm commanding you. I'm charging you. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. And let all that is within me bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. Your mom is not the problem. Your dad is not the problem. Your uncle, your uncle that molested you. Ah, you ever intended evil, but God has made it good for you. So it's even working out for your good in the name of Jesus. You are refusing to be locked up in the prison of the past. No! You are delivered. You are restored. Satisfaction, fulfillment of life in the name of Jesus. Father, take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.